everyone, welcome to Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. I'm your co-blost, Meg Hayes. <laughs> DM it. I'm Kate Elston. I'm Meg Trowbridge. It's never going away. <laughs> we are back coming at you for part two of our interview with our dear friend Carla Lee and all of the amazing moms out there who called in. If you haven't listened to part one, you may want to go back and listen. It is hilarious horrifying <laughs> and touching. Oh, I thought you were going to go with an H. I know. I, I was trying. Horrifying, horcruxian. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's amazing that we're all still here <laughs> yeah. because people with uteruses have to go through literally like like a murder and then they survive it somehow <laughs> um it, it's an attempted murder every time someone gives birth basically. it really is <laughs> true um but it, it was so much fun uh recording these episodes so definitely go back and listen to part one and um oh, we're so excited for you to listen to this episode yeah in this episode we have a story about the most ridiculous story you'll ever hear about lactation. Yeah. Uh, we have stories about <laughs> kids and tampons and what it's like to, to navigate babies and putting things up your hoo-ha. <laughs> and we have some listener phone calls to listen to, too. So, yeah, it's going to be a good episode. Packed. But before that, should we check in about our periods? Because yeah. we haven't yes. all been in the room together oh. in a while. Okay. Meg- I am blacording. Oh, happy blacording. I mean, is it? Um. So... I can already tell it's going to be an emotional week. Mm. My um, dumb friend almost died on Friday. So no. I'm. <laughs> it was an intense weekend. Um, my hashtag dumb friend <laughs> who I love, but he's dumb. Um, he <laughs> almost died on Friday. He did not. Well, he survived. So I'm like processing that. We're so glad he's okay. We're yeah. so glad he's okay. So I'm crying about that. I'm crying about Sex in the City, which I'm rewatching <laughs> because every time I I need um, motivation to date, I watch Sex in the City. So um. it's actually like aside from all the problematic shit that is in that show, it's it's a very motivating and like inspiring show for dating in your 30s and 40s because it's like women that are just like not really letting like society societal pressures like frustrate them and even when they do it's in like a very honest way yeah and they're all friends yeah yeah yeah. um so i've been crying over that and (laughs) uh i just felt very out of sorts today and i was walking over to kate's house and the I was walking across the street and these three men kind of passed me and were walking ahead of me. And I just was like, none of you have to deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, mm. yeah, just keep walking fast. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> so I'm 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 right there. I'm okay. very that yeah. right now. You're you very are. that. You I'm are. very that. And it's day one. <laughs> <laughs> it's day one one wow so we'll, we'll keep, see keep us posted also yeah. our show is is wrapping for the time being on thursday which i know i'm going to be emotional about um we're trying to figure out how to get it to you guys it uh in audio form we will mm-hmm. it'll happen and hopefully have it live on in some other capacity oh, like an album release party yeah, yeah totally um <laughs> and you know just coming up with ways in which we can like get funding for a broadway show about periods yeah um but in the Lin meantime Manuel, <laughs> i know you listen in the meantime thursday is closing so i'm feeling sa- many types of way about that yeah. Day one, day one, day one. <laughs> Meg Tro, you got a, got a story? Yeah. Um. So I uh, I had a period, uh, and it started off like most of my periods, uh, where horrible. I weird. <laughs> Whereas, like lately, I've kind of gotten used to like the first two days are kind of spotty, so it's like a really nice like precursor to like, oh hey, just you know, keep an eye on that. You're probably gonna have to plug it up. So uh, I get a really heavy day and uh, and then I had travel coming up. And so um, so I was like, OK, fine. I, I had my heaviest day, I thought, in San Francisco. So I was oh, like, great. No. Had my heavy day, got it out of the way. So I only packed like one light day tampon. What are you doing? I, I don't know. 
Who Maybe am I? Even posted about Do I even host Inst- a podcast about periods? Like, <laughs> I even posted about it. What hubris. I uh, posted yes. about it on our Instagram yes. story. Your uterus is like, Such oh, hubris. we'll see about yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, so then for the next three days, it is like the heaviest period I've had in a really long time. Mm. And, well, and in a way that was like super liquidy, you know, because like. Because huh. of like the miscarriage and then the following period, it was very cloudy, it was clumpy, yeah. you know, and it was kind of in in that way, like gross, but easier to manage almost. Mm, sure. You know, where this one was super like fresh liquid, bright red. <laughs> oh, no. And just like fill in pads, like definitely heavier per day than miscarriage. Wow. I'm just like, what? This is, it was blowing my mind. And then I was like, and then one day I was at by night, I was like kind of tired and like feeling a little like dizzy. And I was like, is something happening? Should I go to the doctor? Oh, no. Like it was just like three days of heavy bleeding like that. And then finally it subsided. And I was like, oh, this is like an intense period. But then on top of that, again, I'm traveling. I'm not on my bed. So I'm f- totally freaked out that I'm going to stain <laughs> a stranger mattress. Oh, no. Go back to the last episode if you don't get that reference. If you don't get that reference catch up <laughs> so anywho so oh, that was man. yeah because you you posted an instagram story from the road being like and i'm not bleeding Woo! well and then yeah oh my god and then, you- then one of our listeners was like you just jinxed it <laughs> and after i posted that video and i was like first time not bleeding what would and then i went i played with some kittens and then i uh went to a gas station bathroom and there was like a little blood and i was like you've got to be fucking kidding me but i think it was like my body loving young animals and no. it's just like Bloop. <laughs> no. so Wowie anywho that was Zowie. my period it was wild yeah i had another really really rough premenstrual uh, uh syndrome oh. this time where i was really ravenous Whoa. and you know we've talked a lot hunger about hunger oh Sex yeah hungry. okay yes. yeah <laughs> and we've talked a lot about how period uh, symptoms mirror pregnancy symptoms. Mm. And this was the hungriest I've ever felt. Uh-huh. So I was like, maybe this is the Hi. month. Um, it wasn't. I definitely bled. But <laughs> I was so ravenous and so cranky. Got my period. Period was fine. And this I this was a, a milestone for me because I used a menstrual cup. I went on a vacation with my menstrual cup. So I was like, here we go. Am I going to be able to live in a house with my friends and share a bathroom mm. with a menstrual cup? I didn't even let allow myself. I brought myself thinks. But that's it. I was like, thanks in a menstrual cup. We were going to a wedding. I was like, Bold. if I, I like if it. I need a tampon, I someone will have one. But I'm gonna try to do menstrual cup the whole weekend, and wow. I did it. Wow, totally worked. Uh, yeah, changed it in the public shared bathroom and shower and everything, so it was all good. But then I've had a weird like post menstrual syndrome where I've been uh. cranky on the other end of it. I'm not bleeding anymore, but I've been like just cranky. So I don't know what that's about. But I cried yesterday because Carl didn't bring me back tomato paste. <laughs> from the grocery store <laughs> I cried I, I cried out of frustration because I had texted him and texted him and then called him to make sure he was getting it and then he was like oh I'm already on my way back and I started crying oh, no. I was like I just wanted to cook my stew <laughs> so sorry we went, we went back and it was fine okay. but we live two blocks from home yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted it I now so anyway yeah Oh, wow, oh we've goodness. really been through some been stuff. Post menstrual, post menstrual, yeah. Next friend almost died. You didn't get tomato paste. <laughs> this was really tough. It was it's a tough. like the same kind of trauma. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so before we go into Carla's episode, I do want to play a listener phone call from none other than my mother. Oh boy. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it needs any any prefacing. I don't. I don't think we could intro it if we tried. You guys might. <laughs> you, you all might remember Kathleen from the first and second moms uh, episode, interviews. the mom interviews, where we interviewed our moms. So here she called the the hotline, and now it's in her it's in her phone on speed <laughs> dial. So we might be hearing a lot from her. <laughs> yeah, this might become a familiar voice. This is Kathleen, one of the moms um, representing Deb and Rita, and the new vicious recycle. And my first recycling note is your message is too long. Just just tighten it up a little bit, sweetie. <laughs> sweetie. She calls me sweetie. Uh, so basically what Kathleen is referring to with vicious recycles is that she decided, she texted me that she decided that she, Deb and Rita, Meg's moms, uh, should start their own podcast five minutes every week where they just review our episode of the week. 
<laughs> and they're going to call it vicious recycles. And Which is brilliant. And consider that her first note. Because yeah. she's got a bunch that she needs our message to be tighter. Also, <laughs> listeners, if you think our voicemail message is too long, let us know. Yeah. Okay. Like now I'm all nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll be like, thanks for calling. Bye. <laughs> oh boy. Oh my uh, Thanks, God. Kathleen. Thanks, Kathleen. We will now forever. I look forward to listening yeah. to Vicious Recycles. I really do. <laughs> It'll be better than ours. It's going to get more listeners. Oh, than ours. damn it! Of course it is. Um. Okay. So without further ado, should we just go back into Carla's episode? I think we should do a, a mom's chant to to transition in. Moms, 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 The next question we had for our moms was, is it true what they say about breastfeeding and that if you're breastfeeding, that's basically like a, a form of birth control? No. And yes. So basically everyone that answered was like, no, get yeah. on birth control no. immediately. And I have friends who are on the receiving <laughs> oh, end like no. of that, like, oops. Yeah. So they, so they weren't possible. on birth control. They were not. And they didn't think they could get pregnant. And oh! <laughs> Irish twins, basically. Yeah. 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 I was like, can I say that? I don't know. I don't know. Is that, is that, how dare you? We're allowed to, to say it. I can no. say that. You can't say that. But yeah, no, it's real. I mean, it's true. Just based on the fact that I had one ancestor with 18 children. <laughs> they truly, were all Irish twins. My grandma is one of 11. So, like, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's it's some, a thing. That's some dooger ass shit. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I'm yeah. like, what does that say about me? And my happening. dad and uncle, they're Irish. They were born within, I guess, 13 months of each other. That's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, oh so yeah, God. we. So I'm not going to play any phone calls because it was just all the moms being like, no, go on birth control. Like, <laughs> don't, yeah. don't, don't dare think yes. that you can have sex when you're breastfeeding and not get pregnant. Um, cool, great. And yeah. there's nothing as great as like having sex postpartum. <laughs> oh, like, that eye roll like, just shook the apartment. <laughs> actually, actually, you know what? I will say this. I didn't have a hard time with it. I, I feel like most most other people do. I feel like that was like one of the few benefits that I had. Like one of the ways that I was graced, like yeah, after going through a very bad Because you felt so good. I yeah, I mean I was I was pretty much fine, but like mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think many women are trying to like bone down in the early months. Right, yeah. like, well, yeah. actually, I have a funny uh, phone call about that. Ooh. So this is from Aaron who talks about being horny while pregnant. Oh, oh so horny. Yeah. Oh, oh, OK. Yeah. Here we go. A lot of women talk about being more horny, like more, you know, wanting to have sex more when they're pregnant. That was definitely true for me. Um, even when I was like enormous, it was like you know, martial arts, it was like trying, we were like two pieces of paper trying to create origami together. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really lovely way of saying, I just sat on my husband. (laughs) (laughs) I just heaved my large ass on top. (laughs) (laughs) Go, I'm ready. But, you know. God is merciful on men, so yeah. I was able to achieve completion very quickly. <laughs> I was so riled up, especially in the third trimester. First trimester, I was like, get everything and everyone away from yeah. me. But by the third trimester, I think because semen is supposed to stimulate uh, childbirth, yeah. like they say have a lot of sex in like the final days before you're about to give birth because that's supposed to like make labor start um or maybe some man just made that up (laughs) (laughs) now that i'm saying it out loud i was i was a i was like an insatiable giantess like my final (laughs) few months of pregnancy i was like yeah yeah. and there's nothing like more horrifying than your husband walking in on you just like rubbing one out real (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's broad, in broad daylight super pregnant <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh what are you doing <laughs> look horror Bro, on his face me alone <laughs> I don't need you for this <laughs> basically <laughs> I mean, I'll call like... you in when it's your time okay <laughs> <laughs> Number. Oh, and you're like in your like maternity pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> so horrifying. Oh my oh, god, no. I'm dying. Uh, I just I always, 
I always think of the Friends episode where, like, Phoebe has a cutout of Evander Holyfield that she was, like, yeah. rub against during that her yeah. horny months. And she shares yeah. it with Rachel. She gives it to Rachel. And then she's like, you know what? I actually can't part with this. Yeah. I'm going to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, the choice, Evander oh, Holyfield. I know. That's some good it's writing. A, it's a good oh. 90s choice. So, so, so pregnant, so, so horny. <laughs> I had friends. We were at a baby shower, like, years ago. And uh, two friends were pregnant and do right around the same time. And so we went around asking them, like, so what what do you look forward to? Like, is there anything you miss from not being pregnant? And one was like, I don't know, like some of the foods. And the other one was like having normal sex. Yes. <laughs> like like yes. you have like the pregnancy position. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I like that you just said you just sat on him, though. Basically. <laughs> it was like, this you is what's can. happening. <laughs> and you're just like wet all the time. But then you're also having like crotch lightning because the baby's head is just like pressing against oh, your God. service. Oh. Or as they call it in uh, the UK, fanny daggers. Fanny. Oh, <laughs> Fanny Daggers is the name of our next podcast. Yeah, Fanny Daggers. It's you're, the name of you're our welcome. punk rock band. Oh, that's you're welcome. So good. Fanny um, it's very like confusing. a medical so blog. Good. just was like so crotch lightning. I was like, this can't be real. It's hundred percent. Like, that's real. what they call it. Crotch wow. lightning. It, that's what it feels like. You're just like, ah. Yet it's still called Lokia. Why couldn't they just call it like swamp juice? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <right>. Anyway, <laughs> bonus bleeding. Delicious. <laughs> The next question we asked our moms is we got some of the best answers for, and I'll play them and then I'd love to hear what you have to say, Carla, um, what it's like to have a period with kids. So with babies or now some of these kids are toddlers and they have questions. So let's just play some of these. My kiddos are pretty inquisitive and they also have no boundary. So they're up in the bathroom all the time. And when they were little, um, they would see the tampon or I think once my, I left like a Tampax Super Plus in the toilet and then my older son the next day said, Dad, there was a bloody poop in the toilet and I'm worried. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, so that was one. Um, let's do some more. They're all, they, yeah, here we go. And he looked in the potty and he goes, Mommy, your poop is red. <laughs> I was like, I know, it, it is. It is red. <laughs> and um, uh, I told Sam, yeah, I pooped red. And, you know, he was super interested. And I was like, I don't know. And I just pulled up my pants and that was it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Deal with it. Weird. Figure it Nighty out. Night. Right, here's another one. He he he'll get concerned sometimes. He's like, "Mom, why are you bleeding?" Especially as he's gotten older, he thinks it's coming out of my butt because he doesn't understand there's another hole down there. But <laughs> and then here's a really good story too. Um, periods with kids. Yes, they ask questions. They see the blood in the toilet. They see the string. He pulled my tampon string he just straight up was he was curious he uh is you know closer to the floor than i am and reached up and fucking pulled my tampon out <laughs> oh, wow that that is a um that's a violation a whole new type of jack-in-the-box that nobody asked for <laughs> nobody wanted that oh my god so any good stories from you carlos any of this resonate with you uh, Ju- julia asking yeah, I mean, she, you know, now that she's older, it's like, she'll be like, oh, tampons, like, oh, mommy's got tampons. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, so what's it? So we were like in a public bathroom once and she's like, so what are those tampons for anyway? And I was like, well, when women and she's like, oh, I get it. Boring adult stuff. And just cut me <laughs> off and like, went back to whatever she was. I was like, okay. Good talk. <laughs> I was going to have a very candid conversation. With you were going to learn a lot. She was done three words in. So. That's funny because yeah, a lot of the people that called have young sons. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. She, you know, and I'll tell her things, but it just like doesn't really resonate with sure. her at this point. Like I'm like, well, like it's mommies that like can have babies and then this and that. And I like try to explain it in a very basic way to her. And she's just sort of like her eyes glaze over yeah. and she's bored. <laughs> but 
Um, I, you know, for me, when she was still an infant and um, <laughs> never wanted to be put down, so I would wear her in a carrier. And that's a whole other thing oh of like walking around with like a sweaty small human attached to your front all the time. Mm. Um, and like then the having to use the bathroom. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like having your period and like, fuck, I got to go to the bathroom. Like even just taking a piss is like one thing. Yeah. But then when you're on your period and you're like, cool, cool, cool. Got to change this tampon. And they're like sleeping in the thing. And then you're just like maneuvering to like handle all of that <laughs> with like oh a human strap to yeah. you. Or just, yeah, the suffering the indignity of them like sitting there in a stroller facing you in a handicapped bathroom, <laughs> just staring at you while you like pull out your tampon. And, like, I don't know what effect this is having on this <laughs> child right now, but got to do what you got to do. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, changing your tampon in front of your kid is just like, there's no way around it, yeah. but it's just the reality. Like, we're doing this now. Yeah. This is how I'm living. That's so funny. No privacy ever. And as like menstrual cups are more common now, <laughs> I just wonder what kids are going to be like, what is she keeping up there? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't even know. Um, uh, my, I, when I was 21, I was working for uh, a theater company and the, um, the, one of the artistic directors, um, we were all, we got really close really fast and just out of nowhere, we were talking, I'm sure we were talking about periods or something, but I'm 21 and she's like, oh, well, you know, I bleed in front of my children. And I was just like, I just stared at a wall for 10 minutes. I was like, what? <laughs> what, what does she mean by that? <laughs> really, what Lord. did she mean by I, that? I don't know. I'm wondering. And now I just wonder if it's like this. She's like, oh, well, I changed my tampon in front of them and right. stuff. But the way she said it, I was like, <laughs> She free bleed, <laughs> right? Exactly. Does she just invite the children in to like be a part of it? Children, mother is bleeding. <laughs> Come watch mother bleed. Watch mother bleed. Um, so we also got a call from Erin who talked about how pads and tampons are some of the best toys for when her son oh, was an no. infant. And I have a video that she sent. She did send it. Yeah. Oh, and God. and I hopefully she'll let us play it on her Instagram. This is when her son Sam was around one. It looks like. So here it is, him playing with tampons. What do you got there? Tampon. 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 I'm so glad you're learning about women's health. Tampon. 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 And there's another video word. There's another video of him with the tampons and they have a little stool in the bathroom and the stool has a hole in it and he's just sending the tampons down the stool <laughs> onto the ground. And she's like, it was the best diversion for like, you could buy all the toys, but she just did the- fine motor practice. Whatever. Yeah. Yes, whatever works. Yeah. So thank you, Aaron, for that. Oh we'll hopefully share that on our Instagram. Um, oh, that's so great. Yeah, that's I guess so that you funny. don't even, you don't think about what what yeah like you because the kids are in the bathroom with you a lot of the moms called in and said we have an open door policy we want to be open with our kids it helps potty train them so it's it yeah so then you're gonna see some red poop you're gonna you're gonna question the poop and the blood yeah when you're out in public like you don't just park your kid outside while you use the bat (laughs) like they have to be in there with you so even if you don't do it at home like you gotta do it when you're in the bathroom yeah (sighs) anyway Thanks for all that, moms. Okay, we're getting to the end of our questions. Um, uh, can I just head yeah. in back to our, our horny conversation? <laughs> Always. <laughs> um, if you guys haven't seen Amy Schumer's special growing, it's so fucking good. And one of my favorite jokes is when she talks about going to the doctor because she has like this horrible like vomiting salt. The Wingardium Pucciosa. Yeah. Leviosa, right. <laughs> Wingardium Pucciosa. <laughs> 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 oh my god exactly um and she said that they went to the doctor and she, either she and her husband asked like well you know is it still okay to have sex and the doctor was like absolutely absolutely and she was like we'll be seeking a second opinion <laughs> she was like so fucking pissed <laughs> 
it's such a good day. I needed you to have my back. She was doing like a death like across her neck like fuck you. Are you sure that it's okay? I will kill the baby. Are you sure? Are you positive? Yeah. Oh, I have to tell you another story after we're done. You want to tell them that? But not on the pod? It doesn't have to do with periods though. It's just sex? Fine. It has to do with postpartum sex. Yeah. 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 Well, we didn't actually ask that to our mom. So loosely to related is okay. still. Yeah. Loosely related to the weird things that bodies do. So one evening, um, <laughs> my husband and I were having sex. Uh, we had gotten her to sleep in the other room. And so we we're just like, let's go for it. We don't know how long we have because that's just how it is. <laughs> and and so we're, we're going at it. We're going at it. It's great. I start to orgasm and my nipple <gasps> starts shooting milk <laughs> across <laughs> the room. <laughs> so apparently for some of us, <laughs> forcible lactation occurs while ejaculating. No. So literally, she continues to do the trajectory and I was the milk like, with her hands. I was like coming, laughing and squirting. <laughs> Milk from my breast, <laughs> all at the same time. Oh wow, God. the power! Women's bodies are a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. They're a miracle, and they're a joke. Yeah. <laughs> a joke. I, mean, I was laughing, like I was laughing so hard. I was like, "This, how this can't be happening." Right now. It was amazing, uh, hands down, most incredible orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> Curious for you, Carla, what are your relationship with your periods like now? Like, do you look at them any differently now that you've had a baby? Um, I mean, I think I'm grateful that they're not just as awful as they were pre having a child. Um, it's kind of a relief to be able to like not have to rely on birth control in order to keep symptoms at bay. And I'm grateful that I can just kind of like go through my life without having to deal with that. Um, I mean, mostly it's just like a pain in the ass to have to change a tampon with a kid around. But other than that, I think I don't I, I don't really think of it in any way other than just like my typical dread of having a period. Like, I don't love I'm not one of those people who's like, like period, you know, I like <laughs> a fucking, having a period's not fun. Like, I just don't <laughs> like it. So I just, you know, but I but it's it is nice to just sort of like be able to manage it with like over the counter pain medication mm-hmm. and like, yeah, that's it. One of our moms called in and said that their cramps went away completely after they oh. had yeah. the baby, which is what we've heard. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I totally believe it. Yeah. Um, and then here, here's two other phone calls we got about that from people. After having my kids, my periods have gotten far more regular. So whatever that did to my PCOS, I'm, grateful for I get a period pretty much every month now so now I I feel the freedom to resent my period I feel like I can grouse about it legitimately um, whereas before I felt sad around my period because it symbolized a lot of things that I could maybe not do or not experience that's so interesting yeah I yeah. never heard about that from PCOS havers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, things definitely feel more like regulated. There's some kind of clearing out of the hormones yeah. that are like just kind of resetting. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. like it's like a hard reset of your iPhone. Yeah, it re- yes. no, it really is. Have you tried powering it down and <laughs> have you tried birthing a human out of your vagina? And then here's a call or an answer from Molly. Before it was just kind of like this annoying thing that happened every month. And then when we were trying to get pregnant, it was kind of like, oh, as I got to understand my period more, like I kind of got to love it a little bit more. And now it's kind of like, oh, yeah, it's just part of being a woman. And it like is kind of this weird, magical thing. Weird, magical thing. That's maybe that's our tagline. That's one way to have a next podcast. (laughs) Well, I think another part of it, too, is like after birthing a human being <laughs> through your vagina <laughs> like comparatively a period's kind of a walk in the park yeah. like, you're sort of like, that's what I've always yeah. wondered it's like just psychologically yeah. yeah just yeah. hashtag perspective <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah. I love that um 
So I didn't get, I didn't listen to every call that the moms made. Um, but I was curious. It seemed like we got a ton of calls from people who breastfed and I, we didn't hear anyone who, oh, does formula. who just did formula yeah. from the get go. And I wonder mm-hmm. if your period comes sooner, like if there is that connection to breastfeeding. Cause I mean, a lot of the people we know breastfed and once they stopped breastfeeding, that's when their period came back, right. you know? Yeah, so I'm no. just curious. I'll have to ask Meg. Meg did formula. Yeah. I'll ask mm-hmm. me. I have a friend who did too. I'll get back to you. But there's like that stigma right now. Like yeah, breast yeah. is best. So like don't advertise you didn't do it. We're like, bullshit. yeah, that's yeah. Bullshit. I've never yeah. understood that like stigma. Where does that come from? Because was, was that what it was for our moms too? To breastfeed, no, no, no it's right? totally it's different. Yeah, yeah. it's because, like a new natural. Because in the fifties, pressure formula was supposed to be this like way to free yourself from like the shackles of motherhood. of motherhood, and it was like, look at all this freedom you have, where you can just like give your kid formula. And then there was, of course, like research done on like the benefits of breast milk mm-hmm. and like what's in there and how what all of that means for like child development and yada. I mean, a lot of things because that's just like how your body is made. But um, yeah, I think it's like with anything kind of nutrition based, it's like there are these cultural shifts that mm-hmm. inform how we talk about them yeah. and yeah. how what our attitudes are towards them. But I mean, it's it's horseshit. Like, just feed your fucking kid. Yeah, like, right. Vaccinate yeah. them and feed if them. Vaccinate <laughs> them, feed them, take care of them. If your body's like, not feeling the breastfeeding, like, don't torture yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or do both or do whatever, yeah. but do whatever, like, keeps your kid healthy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Interesting. Well, if any moms out there uh, used formula and want to give us some info and insight on what your period was like, yeah. postpartum, call our hotline 9106 uterus. So that's pretty much it. So we we just kind of closed out with asking our the moms to give us anything else that we don't know about about periods and, and motherhood and and birth. And we got a couple stories. So one of them is about like a baby's mini period. Pardon? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Exactly you, my reaction. Okay, here we go. Listen to this. I have a two year old and a seven week old, both girls, who. Um, have already gotten their mini periods. I don't know if you guys knew about this, but um, when little girls are born, they often have a tiny, weird mini period. I guess it's their uh, expression of their mother's hormones. Did Julia get a mini period? I don't recall that. I think now that she's talking about it, I think I remember hearing about that. But I don't know that that ever, I don't have a recollection of that. Okay. And well, I mean, you would just I, see it like in a diaper or something. Yeah. Like, wow. But I don't, I don't, I feel like that would have been remarkable enough for me to remember. <laughs> yeah. That. Right. Yeah. Come out of the fog like, and be ah, like, what the what? <laughs> According to parents.com, within the first week of life, it's not uncommon for baby girls to have a mini period mm, in which the uterus the sheds a little blood. What? Yeah. I mean, it, it may have, but honestly, like you probably are dealing with other. Things. We were. I was in such a haze and learning, like basically paying all the attention to her poops that, like, I don't right? Know. Yeah. Well, and I then I, I feel like so much of that would get lost in a big old there. poopy diaper. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, and oh, then here oh. is, here is a story about a really traumatic birth from our friend Annie, and I just wanted to play this because it's just really interesting. Oh. You don't really think about your uterus for much other than being for your period or for housing a baby um, until you have to think about it or it goes away. So when I had my second child seven weeks ago, um, I delivered the baby just fine, but I went to deliver the placenta and 50% of it or so was attached to my uterus. It's this weird, um, strange complication called placentia, placenta accretia, which means your um, a placenta has attached your uterus. Usually it's just like a balloon floating in another balloon. Um, in my case, uh, it caused a really huge amount of hemorrhaging, massive hemorrhaging. I lost about 50% of my entire volume of blood in my body pretty quickly uh, because what happens is that when the placenta detaches from your uterus, it, it creates a wound. And because your placenta is there to fill up with blood, essentially, it just kept filling up with blood and then releasing it. So um, it looked like trash cans of blood, as my husband put it. Um, and if I had been at a birthing center or doing the home birth, I would be, I would not be here. Um, I talked to my doctor afterwards and she said, oh yeah, they were going to give you a hysterectomy um, because usually they give you a hysterectomy if you have this complication um, of your placenta being attached to your uterus because your uterus is basically ruined. 
she said, but I went in before that with my hand and pulled out the rest of your placenta that was attached to your uterus. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Annie. Oh, my God. Yep. First of all, thank you so much for living (laughs) and And calling in and sharing seven weeks after after that happened to you. Like, I can't even imagine what she that was She sounds like. so lucid. Yeah. yeah. And very impressed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she was actually one of the moms who called in with the baby on, like, you know, yeah. on her yeah. shoulder. So you can kind of hear the baby, like, cooing. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. That happened to my good friend and next door neighbor. Mm. Same thing. Lost, like, 40 or 50% oh of her God. blood. It's just, like, the things where you're like, how is this even a possibility? Yes. This should not be something that can happen. Like, We've been giving birth for fucking forever. And How still. How we not figure this shit out right. they, But it's, I mean, you know, they haven't. Yeah. They I just haven't. They, I think they haven't because there's not enough money to be put to research. Like, I mean, for with this show, like, that comes up time and time again. Mm-hmm. It's like, why hasn't this problem been solved? And I think it's because there's not money put into this type of scientific there, research. There haven't been female lawmakers and doctors for all that right. long. Yeah. 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 And, and that's, yeah. yeah. And you look at the rate of like, <laughs> you look at the statistics with black women yeah. giving birth, being like so outrageously much higher, you know, I mean, yeah. mortality rate. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it just, none of these things should be things that women have to worry about. Yeah. But yet mm-hmm. here we are. And I love that the doctor just went in and took out the, yes. the just like we were talking about with the scooper. Yes. Just scoop yep. it out. Yep. Oh my God. So crazy. Sheesh. Annie, oh, thank Annie. you so much. I feel like we could do, I mean, because it's kind of loosely related to this podcast, but like we could probably have an episode about like labor complications just because yeah. between oh, the four a whole of us, series, 100%. so much has come so up. So many women who yeah. have had you know yeah. and everything in our culture is so focused on pregnancy yeah. it's like whatever you can milk the most money out of it's like yeah. so oh pregnancy and like these clothes and like this thing and having a baby shower and whatever yeah. and then they just like leave all the other most important shit to fall by the wayside yeah. and nobody ever talks about that it that kind of gets to my read my labias can we just do it real quick a read my labias yeah. segment sure get ran. there let's um, do it are, are we singing this song or are you just going straight for it? Read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. Labias. So my read my labias is exactly this. Like we've had so many fucking news stories come up about Georgia and fucking maybe Ohio and fucking probably Oklahoma because they do it every fucking year. And it's this idea that like we're we're protecting so much this unborn bag of cells but the minute this baby's in the world you aren't going to be able to qualify for food stamps nope. good luck with health care mm-hmm. sorry we won't give you protections at the workplace um no maternity we, leave no, no maternity, maternity leave, no paternity leave. No, nothing. nothing um good luck good fucking luck and it's like we i did a story for newsbrook when i worked at newsbrook that was uh pro-life law- lawmakers and literally the hypocrisy from state to state of like the lawmaker that on the same day um, voted for a pro-life, horrible pro-life bill in South Dakota, the same day voted down a bill that would have given pregnant women like extra breaks at work. It's abhorrent. It's just like in what, and, and, and he says, and he says, and we have it on tape, him saying, ladies, you go to work every day and you have a choice. You can choose where to work. If your employer's not giving you your time off, choose to leave that, co- oh, leave that workplace. Like, oh, so it's almost like you're a pro-choice lawmaker. Interesting. Yeah. Fuck yourself hard <laughs> in the butt and I hope that you have to get an abortion. Yeah. Like, I hope you get raped I mean, and get an abortion. <laughs> like, I just want I hope, that to happen. I mean, you use that aborts your brain. Make a baby. I, don't, yeah. I want it to happen okay. to you know this what? lawmaker. <laughs> if we pray hard enough, Maggie, yeah. it might. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Thoughts anyway, and So that's just my remit. Thoughts and prayers I mean, for I a butt like baby. There's so much more to talk about when it comes to that. But just you, Carla, saying like, yeah, we we, we focus so much on the, the, the magical of birth and the magical of pregnancy and the magicalness of, of a, a human being growing inside you. But we don't think about the implications of what happens to the woman and the baby. But the woman when that baby's out in the world, like what she needs from her fucking society and her community and her government. Yeah. And if everything's not perfect, then you feel like you're doing it wrong. And it's not true. I mean, as been, as has been proven time and time again in the conversations you all have on this podcast, everybody's body is completely fucking different. And there's not one way to carry a baby and have a baby or experience pregnancy or any of that shit. Like, Every single person is different. And the fact that these fucking men don't have to go through it just Mm -mm. means that Mm -mm. it continues the way it is. Yeah. The idea too, like, 
like what would happen if they gave us six months off, right? I feel like some women would say, you know what? I don't need all that time off. I want to come back to work in three months. Some women might say, hey, like Meg got this horrible thing where like her bones were so so sore she couldn't get out of bed for the first couple months of her pregnancy. Mm -hmm. She would need to take that full six months or maybe longer. Like we're responsible enough to where we would be able to make that work for us and say, you know what? I'm going to come back and in three months that money can go to that pit mom that needs nine months like yeah absolutely. and are you and are you hearing are you hearing now there's a new like proposal kind of spearheaded by ivanka trump and like marco rubio is behind mm. it i think where it's like yeah we'll give paternity leave or maternity leave but you have to dip into your social security goodbye what yeah goodbye. so it's like no so it's like so so take a year now but Fuck delay you. retirement later yeah, you're no. welcome just die earlier yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that's off. not maternity <sighs> leave no Read your labia. I was also thinking the other day in the car, and this may be oversimplifying it, but I love how all these like pro-life motherfuckers like care so much about an embryo that's like six weeks along or whatever, but they'll definitely like swat a fly with a newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) They're both like essentially the same thing. It's a living thing, I guess, whatever, a collection of cells, but like you would gladly fucking like stamp on a bug with your yeah, shoe right. or, yeah, or they'll Kill like an nuisancing you <laughs> or they'll like totally fucking downplay children getting murdered at schools absolutely yes. yeah, yeah. so yeah Ugh. anyway i just feel like we needed to address abortion i agree been in the news yeah. a lot and yeah i'll tag on to that Go. read my labels about abortion um friend of the pod lauren uh sent me this article today uh related to george bill and uh, now in Ohio, this is the Washington Post, a sponsor of an Ohio abortion bill, thinks you can re-implant ectopic pregnancies. Excuse me. You can't. <laughs> Do what? So, yeah. So, what? Um, this is uh, the House bill, which was first introduced in April by Ohio State Rep John Becker, Republican. Of course. Seeks guess, to- guess the race, too. <laughs> guess yeah, the race. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. age. Um, seeks- <laughs> 95-year-old <laughs> Republican male. Hair color. Anyone want to guess? No hair. No, no hair. hair. Wispy white. Um, <laughs> seeks to limit insurance coverage for abortion procedures where the mother's life is not endangered. Um, so, so the latest available version has an exception that would allow insurance to cover treatment that does not exist a procedure for an ectopic pregnancy that is intended to reimplant the fertilized ovum into the pregnant woman's uterus oh can you do never heard of this in my if entire life if only some doctor had thought of that yeah that's something you just, just made up there it. just flick your side and what? it'll push it into the uterus but also i love how it's like pregnancies where the woman's life isn't in danger i'm like i love how your life has to be in danger yeah, right and or, i mean like can we just prevent that from happening yeah. maybe in the fucking yeah. first right. place also, these are also the same lawmakers that don't want sex ed in school and right. don't want right. women right. to have right. access to birth control right, right. it's just so it's the handmaid's tale. i know we're yes. uh, yeah i know we're preaching to the choir here but yeah it has to be said but read you gotta vent about it <sighs> i just love how these lawmakers think they can just make science up <laughs> yes yeah where the fuck did he hear that oh. and i feel like th- like i i feel like i n- not to not to bash on dudes but i feel like oh, i know a lot, a lot of men <laughs> i know a lot of men <laughs> who who are like oh i had this idea I, it must there must be something there because I had the idea so like I, this is incredible that my brain made this happen there must be science behind it I mean that's also a, I'm gonna that's tell a, all of Georgia legislation yeah. this idea that I had and I'm gonna base an entire law around <laughs> my idea everything everything I think is legit it's pretty good I also have a three hour play I wrote never edited I'm pretty sure it's all pretty good because I had it because I came up with it in my what is that life like well listeners <laughs> oh if you have a read my labias you just call right in yes. and tell please us call please yeah. do i would love to have more read my labia call-ins yes. Yes. yeah read my labias read my labias read my labias read my labias no, I was gonna go low, man. <laughs> Come on, me to go. No, I'll go low. Oh, that was a nail biter. We I watched never, that happen. And we like, never do gonna go different low? octaves ever. You're in sync. It's not a harmony song. Um, Carla, is there anything else? 
pregnancy periods postpartum sex stories <laughs> that you want to share with <laughs> us. Or projectile Any lactation. Oh, Is there advice you want to give to future or would-be moms out there? Uh, join a mom's group and don't join one with just wealthy people who have nannies. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, like find like a real ass mom's group. That was the best thing I could have ever done for myself. Um, just having a community of women with all different types of experiences in all different types of relationships, um, just all situations so that you get like people that you can vent to and talk to and learn from and like collaborate with and just like bitch to like just that community of women was like the most valuable thing that I ever had like after giving birth. And so I cannot possibly recommend it enough and may and it's hard to find ones sometimes that aren't super judgy but like if that's all you're finding then like create that own culture mm -hmm. like find other people that you can have that culture with because man I mean it was like honestly a lifesaver and I wish that I would have had more of that um like before giving birth I was just like too busy with work and stuff and like trying to stay alive and puking <laughs> and puking yeah but uh but yeah it's the it's just the best thing because your husband's not going to understand um, if you're with a woman like you're the partner who did not give birth is not going to understand necessarily like maybe some things, but definitely not all things. So just like other women giving birth, like going through it. Got to talk. That's great advice. You're an inspiration. You are so yeah. wonderful. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. This, this was, was the best Mother's Day weekend. Oh. Yay! Yay! We'll give our give our love to your daughter and, and Kenny too. Okay. Um, and to Nance. And your no Nance. mom Nance, who we love. Nance and um, Nance. Yeah. Anything else? Oh yeah. Happy Mother's Day to all our moms. Yeah. Happy yeah. Mother's Day. And I just want to thank Again, all the moms that called in and left us sometimes 15 minute messages. We had Shadi, Nicole, Molly, Mara, Laurel, Lauren, Imani, Aaron, Cassie, and Annie. Thank you all so much thank for calling. You. Yay, Carla, thank you so much. We had so much fun with her. So much fun. She's one of the funniest people I know. Welcome back anytime. We're, yeah, we're already trying to come up with topics. Uh, yeah, we're going to be a black splurt for. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, Okay, here, I feel ashamed, though, y'all, because I, we keep forgetting to ask our guests the three crazy uh, questions. Uh, we get so caught up in the we conversation. Get so caught up. Yeah. So I texted her afterwards, and I said, oh, my gosh, we forgot. Can you answer these right now? So this is what Carla said when I asked her, if your period could drink, what would a drink? Carla said, my period would slam for net shots after hours with the other bartenders and then look for the after party. Wow. Oh, and she texted, that, she texted that back really fast. So that was, she, 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 she wow. locked and loaded. Wow, wow, wow. Um, what is her period Patronus? It's the Tasmanian devil. Oh. Approps. Yeah, that's wow, that's great. And then uh, if she, and if her period could vote for a political party, what would it vote for? And she said her period is a frat boy Trumper who doesn't give a shit about women's bodies. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god! Oh. On that note, we have a phone call. We had a listener call in and just vent about life. Nice. So I thought it'd be good to play it. Let's hear it. Hey guys, <laughs> it's Becky. Um, I'm calling because I found out about Alabama banning abortions statewide, that they're kind of banking on it being a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade. I was in, like, shock, but I was so upset, and so I just felt like I had been punched in the stomach, because you don't just see one, but you see so many hundreds of pictures of women dressed up as handmaids from the handmaid's tale and it really starts to feel like Gilead. It's so hard being a woman. It's the thing that kills me is I feel like the people who are so against abortion think that you just happily run to a clinic to go get an abortion because oh I ran out of the window of the time that I could take plan B. Oh, whoops, I forgot to put on a condom, gotta go get an abortion. Like that's not how giving an abortion works. I, I really want to thank you guys for not just talking about things that need to be talked about. Um, I'm looking at you, Meg T. I really appreciate your bravery and your honesty and your absolute gumption in talking about your ectopic pregnancy. But we also need to listen to each other. 
like how Kate and Meg were there to listen to you and just to be there to listen to your experience. Because we only, we learn from listening. We don't know about something. You read about it. You listen to it. But you take it in. So I really appreciate you guys creating something and doing something and putting something out there for people to take in. And keep calm and camp on, ladies. Love you. (laughs) Becky, thank you so much. We love you back. That was like a why I cried and a read my labias all in one. one. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. Uh, I I also just really appreciate that she was a listener calling us in her time of bleed. Yeah, like it, yeah. it it means a lot to me to hear those calls. So yeah, please call in. Yeah, I know we've said this before, but if you have a why I cry this week or read my labias, please call in. Yeah. Or you just want to tell us how much you love us. That also I mean, works. we'll take it. We'll um, take it I think again. I think this needs to be said in this ep- this. We, I know that we covered it in the Read My Labias a little bit, but since we recorded that, more abortion bans and restrictions have passed. And I just think it needs to be said in this series of moms episodes we've done all month, women get to choose when they want to be moms. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like across the board. And I just want to say that to all the people there that don't want to be moms, that want to be moms, like we get to choose yep. when mm-hmm. we get to make that that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, fuck Fuck the South. Fuck all yeah. those. Fuck all those and men. In the Midwest. F- yeah. Fuck them all. And the women that also support this. Yeah. yeah. Fuck everybody. I mean, as a kid that was raised pro-life, all I can say is just keep talking about it mm-hmm. because that's how I was educated to change my mind about it. Yeah. Just keep talking about yeah. it. Just keep spreading truth and like keep um, supporting your opinion with the facts because there are a lot of facts that show how beneficial it is for women to have access to abortion rights and just have, like Kate said, the choice to to do whatever they want to do, whether it's being a mom or not being a mom. Um, so that's all I can say. I, all I can do is speak from my own experience, but that's how I eventually changed my mind. Yeah. Listeners, if you liked hearing a little bit of phone calls from folks, well, then that's great because next week we're going to take even more listener phone calls. And we're also talking to the one and only Nadia Okamoto, who is the founder of Period, which is a youth-led organization all about menstrual equity and menstrual poverty. She's amazing, and we are so glad we got to talk to her. And she wrote a book. She's just amazing. She's, she's like incredible. She's a Harvard student who's just changing the world. So we're so ran happy. For office. She's- yeah. Ran for city council, just crushing it. You'll hear all about her next week, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram, like us, review us, donate to Planned Parenthood, and keep calm. And bleed everywhere. Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.